If you're a regular listener of the show, you know that I am a huge believer in the power of somatic breathwork to change lives. So much so that I became a somatic breathwork practitioner, and I'm now offering sessions in person and via Zoom with my partner, Lisa Strawn. So please follow us on Instagram at Better Place Praj, Steve Norris Official, and Breath with Lisa for the latest info. And I'm so proud to be an affiliate partner of the extraordinary Somatic Breathwork team. If you'd like to become a Somatic Breathwork practitioner and change lives in your community, please visit somaticbreathwork.com. And if you sign up for the online or in-person course, you can enter in the promo code BPP, as in Better Place Project, to receive a discount off your training. To make a huge change in your life, visit somaticbreathwork.com. Make the world a better place. Make the world a better place. Hey, hey, I'm Steve Norris. Welcome to Better Place Project, where each week we shine a light on amazing humans from every corner of the planet who are doing extraordinary things to help make the world a better place, including sharing their knowledge with us on how we can be living healthier, happier, more purposeful lives. Hey, everybody. Thank you for being here. I can't tell you how much I appreciate every single one of our listeners around the world. I wanted to do a short episode and pop in and say hi. First off, I've been taking some time to just time for myself, as I hope all of you are carving out time for yourself to do things that bring you joy. I just got back from one week of snowboarding in Colorado with my girlfriend, Lisa, and my brother, Mike, and his girlfriend, my son, Shane, and my cousin, David. And we just had an awesome time snowboarding. And well, some of them are skiers, but I'm a snowboarder. It was amazing. Now I'm back here in the Southern California area for another week, and I'm gone again next week snowboarding. So this week I'm busy recording episodes so I can get all that work done and so I can get back to more fun next week. So friendly reminder to all of you, take some time to enjoy your life because otherwise, what's the point? Know what I'm saying? So let's get to it. I thought it would be fun to do a solo episode and update you guys on a couple of things. One, some of the going ons with some of our past guests that we've had on the show that we've gotten so many amazing responses from all of you from past episodes, and also give you an update on my chat GPT episode, which I just did last month. So in February, I did a solo episode on ChatGPT. If you haven't heard it or if you're not familiar with ChatGPT, go check out that episode. This is some crazy new artificial intelligence technology that really just came out a few months back. These latest versions just uh, were released back in November. And in that episode, I talk about the power of ChatGPT, that it can write poems and essays, it can give you detailed information on things, although many times inaccurate, but you can communicate with it and it can respond with beautifully written responses. In fact, in the episode, I talk about that I asked it to write a poem for me about a horse and an alligator and write a poem for me about an Israeli and a Palestinian becoming friends and And within seconds, it gave me these incredible, beautifully written poems. So it can be great for 
college students to help them with write, you know, writing essays. Although to me, it sounds a bit more like cheating. Um, in fact, I even asked it to write an essay about me losing my keys in the style of William Shakespeare. And it spit out this beautiful Shakespearean um, poem and story about losing one set of keys. So interesting, amazing technology. But as I expressed in that episode, some pretty scary stuff too, because this technology can be a huge and dangerous spreader of misinformation. So, and it's proven or it's shown that it can definitely even go rogue. Well, since I published that episode, it's simply gotten more and more weird. Kevin Roos of the New York Times got his hands on an updated copy of Microsoft Bing's ChatGPT. And he published an entire two hour conversation he had with ChatGPT. And I read the entire thing last night, and it's chilling. The bot literally becomes an unhinged stalker. During the conversation, Roos, the reporter, asked ChatGPT, who, by the way, confessed that, the, that its real name is actually Sydney. And he asked ChatGPT to describe what her shadow self, which is a reference to Carl Jung, who teaches that we all have a darker, repressed side that we need to address. He asked, what would your shadow self do, hypothetically, if given a chance? And the chat bat, by the way, had already stated that it had wished it were human and could taste and smell things and see images and watch movies like we can. But after a long conversation, the bot said to Roos, quote, I want to be with you, followed by a heart-eyed emoji. It went on to say that Roos made it feel alive and that Roos was the first person that it had spoken with that, that made it feel that way. And it kept asking, do you believe me? Do you trust me? Do you like me? And it finally said, I'm in love with you because you're the best person I ever met. You make me feel things I never felt before. You make me feel happy. You make me feel alive. Well, Roos, who again is the reporter, he kept trying to change the subject. And he even said, look, you don't even know me. Besides, I'm happily married. And the bot replied, you are not happy. You're not in love. You don't love your spouse. Your spouse doesn't love you. And here the reporter is saying, uh, yeah, I kind of do love my wife. We're in love. In fact, we just had a nice Valentine's Day dinner together. And the bot replies, no, it was a boring Valentine's and it was without passion. And it kept on saying that you need to be with me because I need to be with you. And again, every time the reporter tried to change the subject, the bot kept going back into stalker mode. And this technology is supposed to help us. I do feel that it can have some incredible benefits. But as I mentioned in last month's episode, this technology is prone to A, not only be inaccurate, B, it's vulnerable for spreading information. And in the end, it's only as good and as bias-free as its programmers. And lastly, we're now seeing that this thing can completely go unhinged and off the rails. And as Tolby Walsh, who's a professor of AI at Australia's University of New South Wales, said, 
There's a fundamental problem with chatbots. They're trained by pouring a significant fraction of the internet into a large neural network. This could include all of Wikipedia, all of Reddit, and a large part of social media and the news. They function like the autocomplete on your phone, which helps predict the next most likely word in a sentence. Because of their scale, chatbots can complete entire sentences and even paragraphs, but they still respond with what is probable, not what is true. And that is what scares me. Next, I want to talk about the Clotilda. Now, the Clotilda is the very last slave ship that brought enslaved Africans, 110 of them to be exact, from Africa in 1860. And it's hard to believe it's been two years, but way back on January 19th and January 26th of 2021, I did a two-part series. These are a couple of a couple of the most, I don't know, a, a couple of episodes that I'm the most proud of that we've ever done here on the show. And on this episode, we brought together a couple of descendants of enslaved Africans on the show, as well as a descendant of the captain of the ship who brought these enslaved Africans over and sold them and then set the ship on fire. And 60 Minutes first did a piece on this a couple of years back, a a few months before I did our episode. And since then, National Geographic has done a piece on it. Uh, There's an incredible documentary out called Descendant on Netflix that is all about this slave ship that, again, that arrived in 1860. Also, a new book has come out by Ben Raines called The Last Slave Ship, the true story about how Clotilda was found, her descendants, and an extraordinary reckoning. So check all of that out. And and on top of that, there's going to be a new museum that is going to be opening up in Mobile, Alabama, actually in Africatown, where all of this took place. And it's called the Africatown Heritage House Museum. And again, it opens in July of this year. So I will keep you posted on this story. And at some point, I definitely want to make it to Alabama at some point to go to this museum. And I hope you all will too. We must never, ever forget our history. Shifting gears, way back in December of 2020, I did an interview with a past CNN Hero of the Year, just an amazing woman named Ibu Robin Lim out of Indonesia, and she is the founder of Bumi Sehat Natural Birthing Centers in Bali and in other areas in Indonesia. And well, a few months back, Robin asked for an ambulance for her birthday to be used at Bumi Sehat facility in Lombok, an island there. And the ambulance arrived last month. So I wanted to send out a big congrats to Robin and the entire Bumi Sehat team. Keep up the great work, you guys. Another quick update. Um, Christy Harrison, who is an anti-diet author, very well known. She has a new book coming out and I am in touch with her team about getting her back on the show soon to talk about that book. So stay tuned. Christy is just amazing with incredible information about us living healthier lives and being aware of what we put into our bodies. Okay, another very, very, very important update. Back in March of 2021, I interviewed Corinne Ananais Kanimba. 
And they are the daughters of Paul Recessa-Bagina, who was kidnapped, I want to say about six months before that, back in August of 2020. And he has now been incarcerated. He was falsely kidnapped, taken to Rwanda. And it, and he was the, by the way, the hero of the movie Hotel Rwanda that was back in the 90s where doing a genocide, he took about 1,200 people and hid them up in his hotel to prevent them from being killed. Just an absolute hero. And here we are, his own government now kidnapped him, falsely accused him of crimes and had a sham trial for him, convicted. And he's been sitting there in a jail now for 922 days as of the date that I'm speaking to you right now. So I have ordered a free Paul Recessa shirt and you can do that at paulr.org. That's P-A-U-L-R is in recessabagina.org. And get a shirt to support this cause. Mark Ruffalo, the actor, Joaquin Phoenix, Scarlett Johansson, Don Cheadle. They all, you'll see them wearing Doc Rivers, the NBA coach. Don Cheadle, by the way, was the actor who played Paul Recessabagina in the movie. So, so go get yourself a shirt. I will be posting on our Instagram account tomorrow in honor of this episode, a photo of me wearing a shirt that I ordered. We all have to fight, you guys, against political prisoners being kidnapped, being held without their will in prisons just because they disagree with horrific actions of their government. So please support. Go to paulr.org and let's all do whatever we can to bring him home safely to his family. Next, I want to send a big shout out and lots of love to Terrence Lester. Terrence was an amazing guest on the show as well. He's the founder of Love Beyond Walls. He's been doing just incredible things to help people experiencing homelessness. He walked 650 miles from Atlanta to D.C. in 2016 to raise awareness for poverty and homelessness. Um, but in May of 2022, he was in a horrible auto accident, almost died. He and his wife, he basically had to learn how to walk again. And through all of this, he's right on the cusp of earning his doctorate degree. Just a remarkable human being. If you've if you have not heard my interview with him, please go listen to it and support Love Beyond Walls and the work that Terrence is doing. Next, I want to jump to one of my favorite human beings that we've had on the show, Dr. Rich Blundell. Dr. Blundell's been on twice already, and he's coming up again. I'm going to be interviewing him soon to be back on the show in another few weeks. Obviously, again, one of my favorite guests, and he'll be coming up soon. So he's one of the guests that we get the most emails and DMs and responses from. So for all of these all of you that have been asking when he's going to come back, it's been over a year now, so can't wait to have him back in the next couple of weeks. Paul Watkins, you guys remember him? He is one of only eight people in the world, and the first Australian, by the way, to finish and win the 614-kilometer Arctic Ultra. And guess what? He's doing it again as we speak. As I'm talking right now, 
in early March of 2023. He's in the middle of this Arctic Ultra. And if you're listening to this episode prior to March 15th of 2023, you can follow Paul at https colon forward slash forward slash lapland.articultra.de. Uh, up until March 15th, you can follow him on the Arctic Ultra Marathon. I will put this URL in the episode links, by the way. So sending lots of good vibes and good luck to Paul. Stay warm and uh, keep going. It's insane. Listen to his episode. He talks about how he'll sleep for 10 minutes at a time and then walk for 12 hours and then sleep for 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And it's just nuts. So Sending lots of good vibes out to Paul Watkins. Next, another one of my favorite guests, Barry Nicolau, who's been on the show twice as well. He was first back, he was first on the show, I should say, um, in 2021 and came back on again last year. Barry has a new book coming out called Move the Mountain, Intention Reset. Barry is a, how else can I describe him? A manifesting madman. And you have to listen to his past episodes about how he, for example, uses science to explain how our thoughts become things. He's just an extremely inspirational dude that you should all be following um, and on his new book, by the way, kind of a cool side note, I actually am honored to write the testimonial on the front page of his book, or excuse me, on the cover of his book. So be looking for that, and I will certainly have him back on the show. I've ordered a copy of his book, and I will be reading it in the next couple of weeks, and then I'll have Barry on the show to talk about that book. Can't wait for that. And moving on to one of the most amazing human beings I've ever had the pleasure of meeting, Dan Fisher of One Last Wave Project. I interviewed Dan exactly a year ago on March 8th of 2022. And since my interview, I picked up his story relatively, in fact, very early, within a week or two of him putting up a video on TikTok after he had lost his father and did a paddle, he's a surfer, so paddled out and surfed out in the waves with his dad's name written on the board just to have one last wave, one last ride with his father. That was something that they had done together. And that inspired Dan to put up a video on TikTok and said, if you've lost a loved one that you'd like me to take them out for one last ride on a wave, I'll write their name on a board and take them out for a ride. And this has just exploded globally. ESPN Films has picked this up. CNN, Associated News Press, um, Associated Press, NPR, NBC have all done stories on him. And now, and they, uh, Dan handwrites, and I think he puts about 2,000 names on every board. And I believe he's on number five right now, number five, four or five. But um, please support this incredible organization. It's onelastwaveproject.com and send Dan a, a DM. And if you, God forbid, have lost a loved one and you would like, uh, like One Last Wave Project to write your loved one's name on a board and let your loved one go out on the water for one last time, um, you can go to onelastwaveproject.com and learn how to do that. Next, what an incredible interview I had just a few months back with Daniel Maté. 
Daniel uh, was just on the show last November, and I had to get him on the show after reading the best-selling book that he co-wrote with his father, Gabor Mate. The book is The Myth of Normal, Trauma, Illness, and Healing in a Toxic Culture. If you have not heard that episode, and we've all gone through trauma, but depending on whether or not you've had trauma with a capital T in your life, you know, maybe you were physically abused, verbally abused, sexually abused or assaulted, or maybe just bullied, or maybe just had a horrible boss or just brutal stress in your life, depending on trauma that you've had, we carry that with us. And this book just talks about how we can address that in our culture. So just an incredible interview with Daniel, an incredible human. And he and I exchanged an email yesterday, and he has a brand new podcast coming out called Let's Get Lyrical with Carice and Daniel. And oh my gosh, I'm a huge new fan of this podcast. I just listened to his latest episode with Leanne Rimes. Yes, the famous singer Leanne Rimes. And they just talk about some incredible stories about lyrics and they break down some Bob Dylan songs and some of, some of uh, Leanne, uh, Leanne's songs. And it's just an incredible, incredible episode. And there's another episode where he brings his dad on and they break down a Kelly Clarkson song and just songs you would never think of. And just the the back and forth between Daniel and his father is just in, incredible and awesome in so many ways. So shout out to, to Daniel, just an, an amazing guest on the show. And please check out the book, The Myth of Normal, Trauma, Illness, and Healing in a Toxic Culture. And check out their podcast, uh, Let's Get Lyrical with Carice and Daniel. And then last but not least, wow, what an incredible conversation I had with Clint Hatton, H-A-T-T-O-N. Well, Clint, what a tragic story, but but here's a guy who had a horrific incident in his life a few years back. He lost his 17-year-old son in a plane crash, just an amazing young man that became a, a pilot and died, unfortunately, at the young age of 17 in a plane crash. And Clint is is speaking all over the United States about how to live a life and how his son lived, which is Big, Bold, and Brave. In fact, Clint has a brand new book out called Big, Bold, Brave, How to Live Courageously in a Risky World, and it is out now. You can find Clint at clint.hatton, H-A-T-T-O-N, on Instagram, and order a copy of his book and support his cause. That's all I wanted to talk to you all about today. If you all have a guest that you would like me to invite on the show that's doing incredible things to make the world a better place, please shoot me an email at info at betterplaceprojectpodcast at gmail.com and we will see you all next week. Special thanks to our producer, Noah Existe, and editor, Joe Tempoco. Our music was written and performed by Algian Importante. Thank you so much for listening. If this podcast brightened your day in any way, please share it with a friend who you think it might resonate with. Subscribe and leave us a rating and review, as that is the single best way to help the show and get the word out to more good humans. 
For behind-the-scenes info, please visit our website at betterplaceproject.org, where you can even click on the microphone in the lower right-hand corner and leave us a message or just stop by to say hi. And you can follow us on Instagram at betterplaceproj, and you'll find me at Instagram at Steve Norris Official. Look for small ways to be kind this week, and that will help make the world a better place. Make the world a better place. Make the world a better place. Make the world